Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it's Victory Monday. The Tennessee Titans sweep the Indianapolis Colts win 19-10 on Sunday. I'm breaking down everything you need to know from the win. First, we're going to look at the Titans' defense. What a dominating performance. How were they able to do it on offense? How were the Titans able to gut out some points at the end of the game? Then we'll look at all the individual performances, both good and bad, and tighten up and tighten down. Breaking down the Titans' win over the Colts on a Victory Monday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is Victory Monday, a big-time sweep of the Indianapolis Colts for the Tennessee Titans. They win 19-10. I'm going to dive into what I saw from the Titans' dominant defense and the offense. Before I do, though, do want to let you know that today's Victory Monday is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com or the Prize Picks app. Promo code locked on. Thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen. Every day, if this is your first ever listen and you just haven't subscribed yet, make sure that you stay locked into the Locked On Titans podcast for Monday through Friday, free Tennessee Titans content all year round on all platforms, including the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe there, smash the notification bell, and throw a thumbs up on the video right now if you're excited about the Titans' four-game win streak. You can find me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. Check out the show Facebook page at Locked On Titans Pod. Again, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, nearly 25 years as a Tennessee Titans fanatic and a certified film junkie. But with that said, let's dive into my breakdown of this game. We got to start with the defense. And the biggest thing that stood out to me was obviously the turnovers. It's something that I talked about on Friday as a key to victory. The Titans had to find a way to win the turnover battle, and the Titans defense came out early and did exactly that. We got the pick six from Andrew Adams, and what an incredible design that was by the Titans defense. They had six guys on the line of scrimmage, acting like they were going to bring a ton of pressure. They lined up, looking like they were in cover zero, man coverage tight, and then at the last second, they switched to zone coverage. Adams drops into the flat. Matt Ryan panics and throws a quick pass. Pick six, David Long then gets the interception as well, and then at the end of the game, big-time play by Terrence Mitchell to force a fumble on Michael Pittman, recovered by Imani Hooker. I mean, three turnovers, big for the defense. They also had three sacks as well. They held the Colts to, I believe, four of 13 on third down. So, overall, complete domination by the defense. Not only did they get three sacks, but they had 10 quarterback hits. So, the sacks don't tell the full story of the amount of pressure the Titans were given or getting on Matt Ryan. You got to give a lot of credit to the guys up front. Jeffrey Simmons, Danico Autry, Bud Dupree, of course, Rashad Weaver had a good pressure. But I think once we get to see the film, it'll show incredible coverage 
by the Titans as well. So the Titans' offense didn't score in this game. They didn't need to because the defense scored. The defense got turnovers. The defense shut down the Colts when it mattered most. Turnovers, coverage, sacks, whatever you wanted. The Titans' defense was able to do it, and they have Indianapolis completely figured out. I can't wait to dive into what we saw. I already saw some things schematically from the Titans on on just the TV copy. Man, this was a great defensive game plan. Can't wait to go over that on Wednesday, on the rewatch Wednesday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast when I do my all-22 film review. Great day for the defense on offense. Yes, it was ugly in the second half again. It was ugly throughout. The Titans didn't score a touchdown, but they did get four field goals, which is what they needed. And there were some things, again, schematically that stood out to me. What I asked for in my show on Wednesday, I want Hilliard and Henry out there together. We got a lot of that in the first half. I want more Chickaconquo. We got more of Chickaconquo. I want more motion at the snap, which Jacksonville had success against Indy with last week, and the Titans had success moving those linebackers in that aggressive defense with motion as well. So I loved seeing some of that. We got tight ends playing as fullbacks. We got some good stuff, a little bit of quick game. But again, the creativity for the Titans offense disappears in the second half as they try to to be safe. But what's maddening is the one ounce of creativity the Titans did have in the second half was a jet sweep to the backup quarterback, which we'll talk about that and tighten up and tighten down. But back to the good. Derrick Henry carried this team again. 30 carries, 128 yards. Austin Hooper in the second half made big catches. All three of his catches for first downs. Three catches, 56 yards. That catch at the end that got reviewed and stood because it was a catch and didn't hit the ground. I mean, that was just so massive for the Titans on that, on that last drive to do that. So, Derrick Henry running the ball. Austin Hooper with some timely catches. And, hey, shout out Ryan Tannehill. He takes a lot of flack from this fan base, and for good reason. You know, a lot of the time it's for good reason. But man, he's so hurt. He was in a walking boot after the game. He gutted it out. Some of those throws to Hooper, he had to navigate, get out of the pocket, move around on that ankle. After getting hit the way that he did with how bad the offensive line was all day, shout out Ryan Tannehill. Jeffrey Simmons called him the toughest QB in the league. He's up there. That's all I know. So Tannehill and Henry gutting it out. Austin Hooper and Randy Bullock, baby. Bulletproof Bullock with four field goals. Five for five on his kicks. Gave the Titans 13 points. Six points in the fourth quarter on big freaking kicks, man. He tied a season long. So it was ugly. There were red zone issues. The offensive line was bad. But we saw a lot of cool stuff schematically early. And the Titans you know, just gutted it out at the end and got the points that they needed. So not a beautiful performance. We're used to that, but a big time win for the Titans. Nonetheless, nonetheless, a monster win to go to four and two and take a stranglehold on the AFC South and really put Indy in a bad spot when you look at their division record. So this was a needed win. The defense did it for the Titans, but the offense does deserve their credit for pulling out some gutsy field goals there at the end with a terrible offensive line and a banged-up quarterback. But we're going to break down the individual performances in this game and tighten up and tighten down. Before we get into it, though, do want to tell you guys about Prediction Strike 
Prediction Strike is the world's first sports stock market. You can now invest in professional athletes just like stocks. It's lower risk than sports betting. The athletes' prices move based on performance and supply and demand. If you invested in Jalen Hurts a year ago, you'd be up 48.2%. If you invested in Kyle Pitts, you're down about 44% after he struggled to start the year. There's uh, four sports available for you, so not just the NFL. There's UFC, NBA, and MLB. Everyone knows you should be investing, but why not invest in what you actually know as a football fanatic? Download the Prediction Strike app right now. Use the code LOCKED for a free share when you sign up and make your first deposit of $20 or more. And when you use that promo code LOCKED, you're entered into a special one-time giveaway where Prediction Strike will choose one person who signs up with the code LOCKED and makes a deposit We'll get 100 free random shares. That could be worth up to $3,000 if you get lucky and receive, say, some Josh Allen shares. Invest in what you know on Prediction Strike, the stock market for sports. Also want to tell you guys about Blue Nile. Whether you're looking to pop the question, you have a milestone that you want to celebrate, or you just want to let your love sparkle. Blue Nile can help you make your celebration even more memorable. As the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. Shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging. They also offer overnight shipping if you're in a rush, make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com. Use code Locked On to save fifty dollars on your purchase of five hundred dollars or more. That's B L U E N I L E. BlueNile.com. Use the code Locked On to save fifty dollars on your purchase of five hundred dollars or more. That's BlueNile.com. Promo code Locked On. Titans fans, it is Victory Monday. We're going to continue breaking down this Titans 19-10 win over the Colts as they sweep Indianapolis. Woo! Feels good. And hey, I was wrong. I was wrong about my prediction. I know you guys love letting me know when I get my predictions wrong, and that's perfectly fine. I figured out a cheat code in life, Titans fans. You're either wrong and happy, or you're right. So there we go. You guys are welcome. I reversed jinxed the Titans to a 4-0 uh, win streak there. But either way, we're going to get into tighten up and tighten down. Before we do, want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first to listen every day. Make sure you guys also check out Locked On Sports today. It's Monday through Friday, free and available on all platforms. It's the biggest stories in every sport in under 25 minutes every single day so you get caught up on all the biggest sports stories in North America. So check that out. But tighten ups. Big tighten up for Derrick Henry. His third straight game over 100 yards when the Titans needed to move the ball. And yes, I would have loved to have seen them score more. But in this game, Indy had some long drives in the second half. And the Titans' defense was getting tired. The Titans' offense 
had to, yeah, score would have been great, but sometimes they just needed to have a drive and get a first down or two so they could take some time off the clock. Like, that was incredibly important in and of itself. With the way the defense was playing, it was obvious early on Indy wasn't going to be able to score a ton of points. So at minimum, you have to give your defense a little bit of rest. Derrick Henry just bowling over people, moving the pile, and credit to the offensive line as well in run blocking. It's just so bad in pass blocking. It's hard to give the offensive line a ton of love. But they blocked for 128 rushing yards for Derrick Henry, so you got to give them some credit there. So tighten up to Derrick Henry once again, and a, a small sidekick tighten up to the Titans run blocking and off on the offensive line. Austin Hooper. I talked about him earlier in the show because he was so important. You had to bring it up at the beginning. Three catches, 56 yards. All three catches go for first downs. Just big stuff. And no, it wasn't, you know, dominant performance from Hooper. He's not going to turn into his Pro Bowl old self. But this is what the Titans signed him to do. I believe he got $7 million. By God, he's got to help him in some way. The Titans went to more Chigakonkwo as your every down tight end, and I love to see that. But Austin Hooper can still be a better version of what they wanted Ferkser to be. He can still be that, and he was that in this game. So big tighten up for Austin Hooper. Three catches, 56 yards. Again, tighten up to Ryan Tannehill. No, it wasn't incredible. 13 for 20, 132 yards. Statistically speaking, that's a below average game for the NFL. But that injury... The pressure that he was under, he has no time. And the people he's throwing to, the Titans had four wide receivers active in this game. Robert Woods, Nick Westbrook-Akina, Cody Hollister, and Mason Kinsey. Three of those guys could be on the practice squad for some teams. So, with what he has to throw to, the way that offensive line is pass blocking, and his ankle, which he was in a walking boot at the end of the game, like I mentioned, Pretty tough performance from Ryan Tannehill, and that gets you a tighten up. Also, you got to go to the defense and mention Andrew Adams. I mean, 10 tackles, had a pass breakup, had the interception for a touchdown. Multiple plays where he made good open field tackles. Tackling was so important in this game. I talked about it on Game Plan Friday. So important. Not only that. Not only that. But the Titans played a ton of big nickel in this game, which is you have two outside cornerbacks and three safeties. So instead of having Ugo Amadi, who was inactive, or Elijah Molden, who's still hurt, the Titans said, screw it, we're going with three safeties. We're going to have Andrew Adams play our slot cornerback, essentially. And that was on early downs, and they moved things around and went to dime on passing downs where they have six defensive backs. But on early downs, Adams was out there, or Hooker was out there, as the third, second-level player, as the slot cornerback. I love that schematic touch. Again, I'm so excited for Rewatch Wednesday. I just I cannot wait to go over the film of this game. But Andrew Adams, I mean, excellent. Excellent game, and he's been very solid. For the Titans throughout the year. Uh, David Long. Just all over the place. Eight tackles. Two pass breakups. Had the interception. 
Had a quarterback hit on a blitz up the middle. The Titans did a ton of interior blitzing. They did a cross dog blitz at one time, which I haven't seen them do all year uh, with Cole and Long crossing each other on a blitz up the middle. David Long is playing great football the last couple of weeks. Really great football. The defensive line. Jeffrey Simmons, six tackles, had the sack, two quarterback hits, two tackles for loss, just an animal, and he was hurt real bad too. They asked him after the game about his sprained ankle. He said, tape it up. Ooh, what a monster. God, Jeffrey Simmons is incredible. Uh, Danico Autry dominates the Colts. One sack, tackle for loss, pass breakup, quarterback hit, three tackles. I mean, he just continues to dominate. I think Mike Vrabel gave him a kiss on the cheek on the sideline after they realized they won the game. Gave him a big hug. I think I saw a kiss on the cheek. He loves that man. He loves that man. I do too. I do too, man. Kisses and flowers from Danico Autry. Bud Dupree. I know you guys all like to do the gotcha thing when Bud Dupree has a good game, but like I've said all along, they need him. It's about time. You know, we're halfway, we're in one and a half seasons into his contract. It's about time. Bud Dupree had the sack, tackle for loss, two QB hits, three tackles on his own. Also, the cornerbacks. Well, I think the entire secondary gets a tighten up in this one once I get to watch the tape. But Fulton and Mitchell, when did you hear their name? I didn't hear Christian Fulton's name all day long because they didn't throw at him. Mitchell, again, you didn't see him give up any huge plays. The Titans did, didn't give up any explosives. A great day for Terrence Mitchell. When I begged the Titans to sign Terrence Mitchell before the 2021 season, this is what I expected. Terrence Mitchell is a solid veteran corner. He's not great. He's depth. He's not a bona fide starter. He's a solid corner. And he was solid for the Titans today, including, boom, the punch out on Pittman and the forced fumble at the end of the game. Great game from Terrence Mitchell and Christian Fulton. And I bet a money hooker and Kevin Byer join Adams and Fulton and Mitchell with tighten ups in the secondary. I didn't see it on tape because I don't have the all 22, but you, I could just tell. This was a coverage-dominated game. The Titans gave them nothing when they didn't want to. So, tighten up for the secondary, but Mitchell, Fulton, and then Bullock and Stonehouse and Haskins. Special teams. Titans special teams coverage units did pretty good. Good returns from Haskins. Pretty decent kicks from Stonehouse. 54.7 average on three points. He did have an ice pack on his left knee after the game, so that's something to watch. And then Randy Bullock. Five for five on his kicks. 13 points. A 48-yarder to tie a season long. I mean, what a tighten up for the Titans special teams. They're not getting them beat. So that's great stuff. That's great stuff. So those are my tighten ups. And tighten up to Mike Vrabel, who's 5-0 now coming off of a bye. And his record in the NFL, when he has 10 days of, re uh, of preparation, so a Thursday night game, and then the next game or a bye week, he's incredible. And when he has extra time to prepare, the Titans usually win. That's a sign of good coaching. So tighten up, Mike Frable. But we're going to move forward to the Titan Downs. Before we get into it, do want to tell you guys about the title sponsor of today's show, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy football made easy. Prize Picks has a projection for every player. Derrick Henry, 100.5 rushing yards. Is he going to have more or less? Matt Ryan, one and a half interceptions. Is he going to have more or less? Basically, what you do is you go on the Prize Picks app, 
You pick two to five players. You look at their projection, and you say whether they're going to do more or they're going to do less. And if you get it right, you have a chance to win 10 times your money on your entry. Right now, if you go to the Price Picks app or you go to pricepicks.com and sign up, Use the promo code locked on. You're going to get a 100% instant deposit match on a deposit up to $100. So you go to prizepicks.com, you download the prize picks app, whichever you want to do, you sign up, you use the promo code locked on, you deposit $100, you're going to get a free $100. You deposit $50, you're going to get a free $50. It's daily fantasy made simple. Don't forget, use that promo code locked on to sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100 on the Prize Picks app right now. Titans fans, we are going to cap off this Victory Monday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about the offense and the defense in this game. We did my good performances and tighten up. Now we got to do tighten down, but I don't want to spend too much time on the negatives here because the Titans are in a great spot. I'm going to talk about where they are within the division to cap off the show as well. But before we get into my tighten downs, thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen Every day tomorrow, we usually break down the game by the numbers, go over pro football focus grades, go over any statistics that popped out coming out of the game. Wednesday is rewatch Wednesday. Step into the film room with me. I'll break down what I saw on tape Thursday, crossover Thursday. We'll be talking to John and Cody from Locked on Texans. Friday will be a game plan Friday where I tell you exactly what to look for schematically from the Titans offense and defense in that matchup against the Texans. So a lot of great content. Coming your way. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Titans podcast. But Titan Down, I got to start with Todd Downing. Titan Downing, as we have affectionately renamed the segment. Look, it wasn't an awful game from Todd Downing. And I liked a lot of the creative stuff they were doing at the beginning of the game. But the reality is, they do one of two things in the second half. They either go away from the creativity completely... Or they do creative things, but the dumbest creative things. Like, I know that you got, some of you guys get in the comments and you say like, oh, you wanted Todd Downing to be creative in the second half. Well, there he was. Oh, you wanted him to run it with Derrick Henry on third downs instead of other stuff. He ran it to Derrick Henry. You're still not happy. Guys, let's have some nuance. There can be an in-between. I want Todd Downing to still be creative in the second half. That doesn't mean you have to run a jet sweep to your backup quarterback. There is a middle ground in between there where you can be. And that's where I want Todd to be. But he's never there. He's never there. So I like, again, I like some of the stuff I'm seeing from the offense. But overall, the production from the offense, the efficiency from the offense, the distance, and then the cherry on top, you run a jet sweep to your back. When was the last time Malik Willis took a jet sweep handoff? Middle school at best? Maybe peewee football? Why would you ask him to do that in a critical situation on a critical third down late in the game? If you want to get Malik Willis the ball because he's explosive and Tannehill has got a bum ankle, then 
just have Tannehill come off the field or go out at wide receiver and let Malik play quarterback and run a read option or quarterback power or quarterback counter or a quarterback sweep or, uh, like, Todd. Anyways, that's that's my main tighten down. Uh, Dylan Cole didn't have a great performance in the first half in this game, in my opinion. Uh, Dennis Daly and Dylan Radins both were not very good in this game, although both of them cleaned things up in the second half. They were just not very good early. And Jeff Swaim continues to just whiff on some blocks. Uh, Kevin Radar got blown up on a block, but I thought Radar was all right. Radar played some fullback in this game. They were going with three tight ends and then motioning Radar into the backfield to be a fullback because Tory Carter was inactive. So, again, some of that stuff I like from Todd Downing. I like some of that stuff, but Jet Sweep's the backup quarterback. It has to be a first time. That has to be the first time that's ever happened, right? Right? A Jet Sweep handoff to the backup quarterback. It's got to be. Got to be the first time in NFL history, man. Unless you want to count like Taysom Hill as the backup quarterback, which we know he's a tight end. But anyway, uh, so Daly, Raidens, Swaim, not getting the job done. Thought Dylan Cole struggled at times. Saw Schobert get in there a little bit. Um, but man, not a lot of tighten downs. That pick six, man, that was so hype. Great stuff. So I just want to round this off. The Titans are now four and two. The Colts are three, three and one. But again, their division record is uh, one, three and one, right? Uh, they beat the Colts or they beat the Jags, lost to the Jags, lost to the Titans twice, and tied the Texans. Yeah, they're one, three and one. The Titans are now two and zero oh in the division. I mean, that's a big lead. That's a big lead. So the Titans just need to keep winning their division games. And I don't see how they lose the division. If the Titans can can just win their division games and get those four, that would get them to eight wins. If they go eight and nine, but the four games that they win the rest of the year are the two of the Texans and the two of the Jags, they'll win the division. They will. They will. So this was a huge win. And then the Texans are 1-4-1. and one. They're playing right now, though, as I record. So um, I'm sure the outcome of their game will be known by uh, by the time you listen to this. But either way, are, are we worried about the Texans? Are we? I'm not, personally. Uh, it's 10-10 to 10 with them in Vegas right now. So, uh, yeah. I, I'm not too worried about the Texans, even if they go to 2-4-1. and one. And then Jacksonville lost again, and they're 2-5. and five. You guys remember that split second in time where people pretended like Jacksonville was the best team in this division? Do you remember that? I do. That was embarrassing. So, Titans at 4-2, and two, leading the AFC South, a stranglehold on it over the Colts. Just need to handle business in the division the rest of the year, and the Titans should have a playoff berth. Hopefully, they can win a couple more games than that, too. That would be nice. But four games in a row, great stuff from the Titans. Can't wait to break it down the rest of the week and get ready for a game against the Texans next week. That's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.